Hello and welcome to the John Arden Show. I am your host, John Arden. This is a new episode for the new week. And I apologize if you hear like background noise. Got a TV on, but hopefully it's not too loud. But um, hope everybody's doing good. Hope everybody's having a good week. So uh, today, uh, I just wanted to talk about... Um, the vaccine for COVID. Um, but it's uh, revolving around NBA players. That many top NBA players are hesitant to promote coronavirus vaccines. So this is an article on uh, ESPN from Adrian Wojnarowski, a senior NBA insider at ESPN. So this, um, I'm just reading a few things and then I'll give my opinion. So it says, many of the NBA's top players are expressing apprehension about accepting invitations to participate in league-sponsored public service announcements to bolster broader acceptance of the coronavirus vaccine. Sources told ESPN. The NBA's outreach to the agents of many of the league's elite players with hopes of getting stars to participate in uh, public service announcements to promote the safety and effectiveness of the vaccine has not been met with a tepid response. Sources say player apprehensions about receiving the vaccine are consistent with those that also exist in the black communities throughout the country, agents and players told ESPN. So, you know, they, the NBA players have their reasons for not promoting it or, or I guess, in getting vaccinated. And I understand where they're coming from. I'm not a big fan of the whole vaccine thing. Uh, so I, I uh, understand where they're coming from and I mean, they don't have to do it if they don't want to. I mean, like, do you really think... I guess, like, if they have Steph Curry, LeBron, or Kevin Durant on TV, talking about the vaccine, and maybe they think LeBron's fans are going to go get it, or Kevin Durant's fans are going to go get it, or Steph Curry's fans are going to go get it. I mean, maybe some of them will, but... There's probably a good amount of people or half and half, a good half that probably won't do it. And I'm not, I don't blame them. If they don't want to do it, that's fine. I think the the vaccines should be optional. I mean, they've been, they've been rushed. Let's just be honest. They've been rushed in a matter of months. And you want to be injecting everybody here. Like, I mean, I understand why they want to do it. You know, they want to end the pandemic and get back to some normalcy but it's like I've been reading like even though you get vaccinated you still have to wear a mask so it's like is the vaccine really that effective against the virus is it really and then the article says sources describe a number of factors contributing to many players reluctance to participate including uncertainty about taking the vaccine themselves 
reluctance to advocate its use for others and resistance to extending favors to a link amid the larger the largely unpopular plans for the all-star game so there's gonna be an all-star game in atlanta march 7th which they what the nba players don't think that's necessary you know there's a virus probably there won't be any fans at the game at all-star weekend so it's like what's the point of having that and then you want to go be promoting vaccines and we're in the middle of a pandemic you want to be having this kind of game and so it's like you have all-star weekend but what happens to the other players who are not at all-star weekend what happens to those guys so like what when all-star weekend is over will the season be canceled because the other guys who weren't at all-star weekend they traveled other places and then they came back and they tested positive for the virus so what another league shutdown maybe um, I mean, uh, the NBA players, I, I hear what they're saying, and I agree with them, and they don't want to do it, then just leave it at that. Okay, the article says, on a call with link managers on Tuesday, Commissioner Adam Silver continued to tell top team executives that the league wouldn't jump the line on the general public to get vaccines, but he suggested an optimistic timeline that included the possibility of late March and early April for the start of player vaccinations, sources said. Nevertheless, that's uh, considered a fluid timeline, largely meant to reaffirm to teams that the need to to be prepared for whenever the opportunity to vaccinate players comes from public health officials, um, sources said. And the article goes on to say, the NBA shared with teams an expectation of 70 million to 100 million vaccine doses likely distributed by mid-March. That's a lot of doses of vaccines going out. Um, I, I guess uh, the president he wants to get vaccinated. He wants to get everybody vaccinated by July. I don't know. It's a good plan. How realistic is that? I don't know. But we'll see. And the hours after the call with the Ling's general managers, Dr. Anthony Fauci, the nation's leading infectious disease expert, told CNN that his original hope of April as a target for widespread vaccine availability for those outside the priority groups could be pushed back. Fauci says, quote, that timeline will probably be prolonged into mid to late May and early June, Fauci told CNN. As the Lee works to uh, educate players on the benefits of the vaccine, Adam Silver told the general managers that the process could be incentivized for teams and individuals with the loosening of quarantine and testing protocols for those vaccinated. Sources said those those would be measures consistent with CDC recommendations. Interesting. Very interesting. And the, the NBA has been working 
to educate teams and players on the safety and effectiveness of the vaccine, including mandatory team seminars with Dr. Leroy Sims, the league senior vice president of medical affairs. The NBA has done vaccine PSAs with Hall of Fame center Kareem Aldujabar and San Antonio Spurs coach Greg Popovich, but there's a strong belief that the league's top players, many of whom who are black, can impact many more in black and brown communities, which have been uh, impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic. So we'll see what influence um, that has. I have seen Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's commercials on TV, and I mean, it's cool, but that doesn't really convince me. You're going to have to do more than just put him on there. You're going to do some other stuff, but uh, I, I think a lot of people might get it if LeBron was on TV uh, promoting it, but, you know, we'll see. Um... In the African in the African American community, there's been enormously that uh, de- uh, desperate impact from COVID, but now somewhat uh, perversely, there's been enormous resistance to vaccinations in the African American community for understandable historical reasons. Silver said recently, if that resistance continues, it would be v- very much a double whammy to the black community because the only out of this pandemic is to get vaccinated. I don't agree with that. You don't need to be vaccinated to get out of this pandemic. Supposedly, you know, the vaccine is used to build up your immune system. On the next episode, I will get into that because the military is also talking about they have uh uh, soldiers in the military that are resisting it that will be in the next episode and I will also talk about the immune system because the immune system is I guess what the vaccine is going to be for and like to build it up so you can you know able to fight the virus and what the whole vaccine is supposed to help your immune system out so in the next episode we will talk about that uh, Dr. Sims told ESPN on Wednesday he has completed 20 presentations to individual teams on the benefit of the vaccines and expects to have met virtually with all 30 teams by Monday. Dr. Sims said he's approached the player presentations with an emphasis on the scientific and data findings about the vaccines and potential good done by endorsing it. It's used by the broader community. Dr. Sim says, quote, I've tried to tackle misinformation, that the development process was rushed, that the vaccine can alter genetics, that trials lack diversity. I get the question of, if I get the shot, is it going to impact my performance? I walk them through what the results were, about the, tif- about the different types of vaccine, and I conclude with the benefits of the vaccination Dr. Sims goes on to say, I can tell you these guys are listening based on questions I'm getting. They also ask, why should we get this when there hasn't been a whole lot of time to see what the long-term effects are? 
these guys look at all the look at data all the time. I know they get the data and appeal to that level and appeal to, to that level. When it comes to vaccinations or any long-term issues with vaccinations, you historically tend to see in the first couple months, shots started going into people's arms in March of last year. So we have a trove of data already and we're continuing to gather it. <clears throat> when I talk about leadership, I reference fighting health disparities and role modeling, augmenting community service, showing our support for public health and some medical data and science, our players are extremely sophisticated and they see what I am asking. Uh, one of the elite players in the league said to, doc to me, Dr. Sims, what you're asking us is for us to be spokesperson. My response was absolutely yes. We do want you to be spokesman. We do want you to partner with us. But it's multifold right now. They can't get shots. But they can also somehow, but they can still show support for parents or grandparents getting their vaccines right now. And when the time comes, they can show their support by speaking and telling people they've gotten it. Or showing pictures of them getting it. There will be a tremendous benefit having some of our players coming up publicly, publicly supporting this because their actions, their words carry weight in the community, the NBA has lost 30 games to virus-related postponements this season and concerns over the short and long-term health impact on affected players remain. The NBA playoffs are scheduled to start on May 22nd and the fear of positive tests or outbreaks derailing a postseason is part of the motivation to get as many players and staff members vaccinated as possible. I will post the article in the show notes if you want to read it for yourself. Um, so yeah, um, I don't think they should be getting it, but it is what it is. I don't blame them. Like I said, tomorrow, um, tomorrow there will be another episode about the military. Uh, they're having some resistance about the vaccine. And that's very interesting. And then we'll also talk about... Um, we'll talk about the immune system. You know, better how you can build it. Because I don't think you need a vaccine for that. With the information I have and the research I've done, you don't need a vaccine for that. So maybe with that... I don't know, maybe that would change some people's minds about getting the vaccine because but you know we'll see you know the NBA um, they're really pushing for the vaccine and they think their star players are going to convince millions of people to do it so we'll see how that plays out um, anything can happen like I said I don't think it's necessary to get a vaccine um, but this is the world we're living in. We gotta get vaccinated, supposedly. You know, if, right now it seems like it's optional, but if it becomes mandatory, I think there will be problems with that. But hopefully, it doesn't get to that extreme. So we'll see what happens. Um. So, 
this is it for today's episode. Hope you enjoyed it. Subscribe. Share the episode. Leave comments. Ratings. Reviews. All of that good stuff. Email me. Follow me on social media. It's on there on the show notes. Again, this is your host, John Arden. Hope you're having a good day. Hope you'll have a good weekend. Stay safe. Stay blessed. And until next time, be cool, y'all.